0: Huh. all right. Well, welcome. Let me try this here. Uh screw it. We don't need a theme song. My name is Mike Spiegelman. Welcome to Let's Watch a full length movie on YouTube, uh weekly movie show, and I'm very excited to have with uh your special my special co host today, my brother Adam Spiegelman. Hi Adam.
1: Hey girl.
0: <laughs> okay. uh, Adam Spiegelman is the uh he's been running a great podcast called proudly resents and it is the cult movie podcast it's been going on for 16 years
2: 16 going on 17 my friend wow
0: going like going on 30 you know
2: okay you know what i'm saying no i've been doing it actually forever yeah like six years um yeah it's been a long time but one day i'll I'll hit my stride (laughs) it'll figure it'll figure itself out
0: uh you've had some great uh People can check out proudlyresents.com, and uh, you can see highlights of interviews Adam's done, as well as discussions of several movies. Uh, and why don't we start our movie right now, Adam? Uh, let's start this podcast in earnest. Uh, if you guys, here's how it works. Go to YouTube, desktop, laptop, tablet, phone, type in today's movie, and watch it with us.
2: Uh, what's his, what's so today's, today's movie, movie, Mike? You gotta let me find
0: slap, it. Slapstick. Of a different kind. It might be another kind, but slapstick of a different...
2: Of another kind. 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 Slapstick of another kind, part one, or is it full movie?
0: We want full movie. Can Um, you tell me who who
2: posted it? Maori guy one?
0: Here, go ahead and talk. I'm going to go type it in to YouTube myself.
2: All right, that's fantastic. So we're looking to find out slapstick of another kind jerry lewis movie who posted it so you have the same person and we'll do like a clap thing there is a 120 version minute version so i assume that's what we want to use i'll click it
1: oh yeah so it
0: says uh maori guy one
2: yeah so m-o-w-e-r guy one
0: all right that sounds good so i have let me see click it. Uh, there's no ads on this. I have buffering right now. I'll pause it once it starts and then we can start at the same time.
2: That sounds fantastic. So, hey, can I just plug my show? I did a, an interview with uh, this guy, Alan Sachs, who directed this movie I watched as a kid called dubedio. It's like a pun- LA punk rock movie and he had all these great punk rockers in it playing small parts and Ray Sharkey starting it. So not only the story of that movie is awesome, but he co-created Welcome Back Carter. Um, He discovered the band, uh, unlocking the truth, and that documentary about them. He's the crazy guy in the movie, or the one they portray to be the crazy guy. So he kind of gives an update on what's going on there with that, and then
0: aspect of that interview is that he is cast right now as the bad guy of these young kids' dreams, and uh, you got to talk to him about this project he did during the eighties, as well as he he runs the gamut of different cultural
2: uh, aspects. As he points out, <laughs> he's proud to point out that uh, he was there for from rock and roll all the way up to uh, these kid, these young kids, and their rock and their hip hop or whatever. They're rock and roll, but um, yeah. And then so um, uh, it's premature, but I might be doing this. We will do a screening in LA of his movie. So uh, follow me on Twitter at proudly resents. So as soon as uh, that happens it be That's a whole punk thing. fest. I'll tweet the hell out of it. So,
0: Yeah. It's a terrific movie, and that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, so if you're in Los Angeles, go ahead, uh, follow him anyway, at Resent and he'll get you an update. So by this point, we are ready to start the movie. You ready? So uh, what now. did
2: you do, a one, two, three, click?
0: Yeah. One, one, two, three, click. All right, cool. My speakers work. Modern entertainment, which is ironic. Because I'm sure this movie is like 100 years old, corny, or whatever.
2: And there's a question mark out there entertainment, which I appreciate. Uh, there's a spaceship. Legally, right. Is
0: there narration going on? I can't hear it.
2: Oh, it is that Ernest Borgnine? Oh, it's a man and a woman. They're arguing. I've never heard a narrator argue with the other narrator. That's a new thing.
0: I didn't see the movie Tomorrowland, where... Uh, they, they can't start the movie without arguing?
2: Like everyone else, I have not seen the movie Tomorrowland.
0: Oh, I thought you were a bad movie buff.
2: <laughs> I have my limits.
0: Movies, you have to bring your child into that movie to justify watching it.
2: Oh, your poor child.
0: So, uh, this is great. We get to introduce the characters by looking into deep space.
2: Well, this is right out of um, It's a Wonderful Life. When they talk to Clarence the Angel...
0: It saves special effects, too. A couple of blinking lights, and uh, when God would talk, a light would blink.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, the excuse there was that it was a black and white movie, and you know the only thing they did was do that thing with the moon when the spaceship hits its eye. So I think they're a little bit more advanced by this movie came out.
0: That's the thing about these movies is that you would figure if this takes place in 1982, it would be like a modern movie and not look like something shot in 1960 or 70s in this case.
2: Well, it's so there funny stuff uh, there's Jerry there's the man in a waiting room he's obviously waiting how do you know you're impatient Well, you're rubbing your hair you, <laughs> you know
1: he's
0: telling the director I got this I got this I'll Here. act impatient in that waiting room oh there he is on TV as well
2: oh this is so, uh, backstory so it's like a Rona Barrett like an old gossip columnist and there, that's a fat version of Jerry Lewis it's so weird Oh.
0: So that's an old, that's an old uh, vaudevillian character actor. That guy, he's like a contemporary of Charlie.
2: That's wow, he's he's playing a famous person like he did in that movie. Um, come on, the famous Scorsese Slapstick. movie. Oh well, uh,
0: uh, King of Comedy. He did King of Comedy, and then he did another movie in the '90s called Slapstick, which is a really decent movie about an uh, Australian. A uh, performer who's not as good as his father, Jerry, and Jerry comes in and gives him a very
2: scattering. What's it called? That was an amazing movie. I, wait, I don't think it's called Slapstick.
0: I'm pretty sure it's called Slapstick.
2: I'm, I'm IMDb in it, but that IMDb. was a great film. Yeah, that's a really good movie. So I don't know. We're do missing. That. We're missing exposition, Michael. We'll never know what's going on.
0: Well, it's a good thing because I don't know what's going on. Other than the lamp is the most exciting shot in this <laughs> scene.
2: We need more lamps. Give me that lamp. All right.
0: The janitor is taking photographs. Oh,
2: you know Jerry TV. Lewis is just in a movie called uh, "The The Trust." Till luck do us part, part two. <laughs> Curious George, the monkey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hold on. The monkey. Funny bones. It was called.
0: Funny bones, not slapstick. Sorry, you're absolutely right.
2: Yeah, definitely we're seeing. 1995. I saw that in the theater. Oliver Platt. No, is uh yeah but he's not the the lee evans is the guy who's kind of the the great breakout star of that
0: oh lee evans is great in that movie yeah so jerry jerry did a bunch of movies like acting that are just horrible i mean we have this movie which so far i'm completely lost and he
2: we're not really paying attention
0: called arizona dreams which the full-length movie is available on youtube I can't do it to anybody. It's it's such a bad movie.
2: Was this guy jerking off?
0: He's uh, he stuck his dick in a glory hole. That's
2: what missed. it looks like. <laughs> this is this a truck stop oh, or a hospital? Oh. And look, the doctor just nodded. Yes, truck stop.
0: I would never put my dick in a glory hole because I know that it could be a milking machine and that won't stop. So.
2: <laughs> it's so I'm funny it that I'm the only other person get on that gets that joke. Uh, Mr. Schultz
0: did a great musical based on that joke.
2: Oh, really? And,
0: uh, yeah, they had Jack Black singing about whatever you do, don't stick your dick in the third hole. <laughs>
2: That's funny. Uh,
0: That's pretty good. What? And It was one of those meta jokes where I knew the original joke, so I was like on cloud nine. You know, I got it on both levels. oh Jerry's going to fall down the window. It's the start of the pansy. If he freezes and they run the credits, it's a pansy.
2: Oh, no, the, the paint oh, splattered the, paint. the screen, and now the credits start. So, what? He jumped out of the window because his, he he had a kid? He had three kids, maybe? I would uh, jump out of the window
0: if I found out I had three kids.
2: Well, Marty Feldman's in this movie.
0: Oh, there's a lot of people in this movie. Adam. Madeline Kahn. I mean, it never played, uh, Psychotronic Video Guide says that it never played theatrically in the States, but it did play in West uh, Germany.
2: It was based on the Kurt Vonnegut book.
0: Yeah, you know, Kurt Vonnegut has a long history of awful movie adaptations. Most recently, Breakfast of Champions with Bruce Willis.
2: Which I don't know if you know this.
1: Yeah.
0: He owns that movie. Bruce Willis actually owns the rights to that movie.
2: Jim Back is in this film. Bruce Willis, uh, I don't know if you know. Oh, Sam Fuller, the director.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I just saw the big red one this morning, actually.
2: Hello, and the movie.
0: we We have guest starring Merv Griffin... They don't appear in the second movie yet. That's why they're guest Pat, starring in this
2: Pat Morita. So wait, there's two movies?
0: <laughs> why else would they have a guest
2: starring? Do, I, it's so weird they always do that. Yeah, TV movies, they do that all the time. Special guest stars. Like, well, everyone's a guest star. You're right.
0: Ooh, special effects by an actual corporation. There's some. Uh, let's say we got a real movie happening tonight. So I wish the camera would stay still.
2: Well, it's just panning around. All the craziness that's happening in the hospital. We're going to do a one-track shot, says uh, Jerry Lewis. Is that a woman right. or a puppet? <laughs> oh, my eyes can't adjust to all the weirdness.
0: I just made my screen full screen. Oh,
2: oh he's Jerry covered Durbin. in brown paint even though he fell in red paint. All right. Yeah,
0: well, you know, he's, he likes brown paint
2: humor. It's more racist. So Madeline gone 15 and she just had a kid? Is that what's happening? When you're 30, they give you issues. Oh, that is Manila Khan. You
0: thought that was a puppet.
2: Boy, and then that guy's beard is ridiculous. That's not Pat Morita, you racist. Oh
0: No, he's a secret agent. He's an agent with cameras, and tiny cameras.
2: How do you know this?
0: I just saw it. <laughs> it was on TV. He has a camera on the broom. See, look at that.
2: He's got the comment. He he's got, got a phone.
0: 80s movies are really racist when it comes to Asians.
2: Oh, my God. I was just watching um, Defending Your Life last night, and there's some really racist parts.
0: But it's about defending your life. Yeah. Oh, that's the, the the comedy, right? Albert,
2: Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks,
0: yeah. I have a weird relationship with that movie. At the time, my VCR wasn't working, and every time I rented a movie, this is when I was in Boston, uh, it would flicker. It would like, constantly track and track and track, you know. And I couldn't do anything about it. So I watched Defending Your Life and Barton Fink uh, like that. And it just ruined the movies for me.
2: That's great. You should have lived with that story. All right. So the limo <laughs> drove up. A... Yeah, I'm
0: going to find that story out for American life.
1: <laughs>
2: and then I flickered. Well, speaking of flickering, every TV there's a lot of TVs on in this movie, and they're all flickering. Well, I I know that.
0: I learned that at Montclair High. It's because the uh, cinema film is 34 uh, frames per second, and it's different on television. So when they people watching TV, you have to show the television at a different frame rate. So it goes to the TV. Otherwise, it looks amateurish.
2: Oh, look at that. All right, so the Chinese (laughs) ambassador is coming to the local radio station.
0: Garish. There's Merv.
2: Merv, I like Merv Griffin playing a, a TV personality.
0: Well, I mean, they probably just asked him to walk next door to the other sound studio for 20 minutes and shoot a scene. He's a, it's a, it's a TV newsroom and it's completely garish. The call letters look like it's uh, straight out of uh, some boutique clothing store.
2: Oh, it's like a movie version of a TV studio.
0: Yeah, you kind of hide in it a little bit for comedic effect. Uh, so they're, uh, <laughs> it's a cooking show in Men in Suits. It's a rare dish. I hope it's stinky tofu.
1: What is that?
0: It's Little People. Oh, hey, there's Pamarina.
2: Oh, there he is. What? He's like a tiny little person. How cool is this?
0: <sighs> so, Kurt Vonnegut said there's uh, Breakfast of Champions. But I, I was looking into the film director who made this movie. He's more of a producer now. He produces Baby Genius straight-to-DVD films. And,
2: uh, Sorry, uh Baby he, Genius 2 starred Republican great Scott Baio.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. I have to now add that movie. Yeah. I can watch all the of-
2: oh they're terrible they're really hard to watch
0: Roller Skate USA well they're uh, actually I have a quiz Adam I wrote down a list of the three DVD movies baby geniuses have made this year uh, back in 2014 there's three of them I'm going to give you four names and I want you to guess which one I made up okay All right. I don't know where I put my fucking notebook this
2: game is over well that that, Uh, that was good Anyway, this film, there's a tiny um, Pat Morita in a bowl of noodles talking with two sumo wrestlers next to him, talking to the TV studio.
0: Well, he picked uh, a local network, too, to also give this speech.
2: Yeah. I want to go everywhere in Cleveland.
0: You, you, Adam, you're full disclosure as a television producer. If someone said that I'm going to uh, uh, open up a dish of food on on your television show, would you look inside beforehand, or would you just let it be a surprise when there's actually little people in there?
2: I'm a terrible producer. I would let it just be a surprise. I'd trust that there was a, a miniature live emperor with two sumo wrestlers.
0: High five sumo wrestlers.
2: They shouldn't have squeaked his voice, because it's hard enough to know what's going on.
0: Yeah, these closed captioning on YouTube is not helping me at all. It just stopped.
2: Oh, that's a good idea. So we fell in mud, Jerry Lewis, or we fell in red paint?
0: We fell in red paint. There was a, a trough, an open trough of red paint in the ground floor uh, because we were painting a wall.
2: Hey, I was looking at your website. You have a lot of good movies on there that you've watched.
0: Yeah, oh, there's a lot of great movies on YouTube. And. You know, Adam, honestly, like I, know you and I are both memorize every single word from the Golden Turkey Awards book. There's a lot of movies you hear about, but you never you read about, but you never actually see. And YouTube gives you the opportunity to see, say, Mother Goose a Go-Go, a film that I would normally read about. So, you know, there's some great movies out there. Ain't
2: the uh, internet grand.
0: Isn't it great? What a great world we live in.
2: Why didn't we watch Mother Goose a Go-Go?
0: Uh, we could.
1: No, uh, we're, it's, uh, we're in the middle of this. It's
0: great storyline. It's a newlywed, and the the groom can't get it up or whatever because once he hears Mother Goose rhymes, he uh, faints. So a sexy therapist sprays him with LSD, and uh, then he watches cartoons about Mother Goose, and then everything's okay. Oh, and there's like a, a I watched the trailer. There's a weird rape scene where. Uh, this guy is playfully ripping the hem of a woman's dress. <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh my God. But uh-huh. it's He was ripping her dress while she was bending over. Yikes. The joke. So right now we have, we're inside a building, which I think they're going to shoot most of the movie inside this building. I think they probably rented it out for the week and just figured it will be easier just to just keep every scene inside here. But they're, but they're doing something. Oh my God.
2: This movie is long.
0: <laughs>
2: he just said we all look like the Asian guy.
0: Yeah, well, yeah.
2: The guy with the Brillo pad face.
0: I'm trying to join along. Uh, so, anyway, the director of this movie starred as an actor uh, in the uh, theatrical production of Kurt Vonnegut's play, Happy Birthday, Wanda June. And it made me, oh, there's Marty Feldman. Holy shit. He's just walking into this movie. Uh, but it just reminded me of, uh, there's another Kurt Vonnegut movie star- directed by an actor who appeared in a movie with Kurt Vonnegut. Do you know what actor I'm thinking of? Say again. This uh, director acted in a movie with Kurt Vonnegut, and he directed Mother Night, what Kurt Vonnegut movie with Nick Nolte.
1: Uh-huh. It was
0: but- Keith Gordon from uh, Back to School. Rodney's son. Uh, oh, yeah. Kurt Vonnegut. Up as himself.
1: Yeah, yeah. He
0: writes, yeah, he writes, Vonnegut writes uh, an essay on Kurt Vonnegut and uh, he gets him a C. And there's the famous scene, well, there's a famous thing where Kurt Vonnegut shows up and takes the money. Uh, and then later, uh, Ronnie's on the phone. He's like, uh, fuck you, Kurt Vonnegut. Your paper got me. He goes, your paper got me a C. And he goes, what? Well, fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something like that. Like Kurt Vonnegut tells him to fuck off. And so, anyway, the son, Ronnie Dangerfield's son, Keith Gordon, later became a director and directed Mother Night, a Kurt Bonnegut
2: movie. There well, you go. Yeah. Oh, look at this house.
0: Hey, this 5. This is a modest house. Nice awesome smoggy out there in the background.
2: Yeah, it's LA back in the day.
0: So, th- this is uh, Los Angeles, you think?
2: Yeah, where else would it be? San Francisco. <laughs> Oh, San Francisco, we have mountains. Mom. We're not phony. Yeah, we
0: have all the fog. We have all the fog. Oh, by the way, San Francisco today, they had a uh, San Francisco marathon. And it took me forever to get here. And it's a very serious marathon. For example, you have to wear clothing.
2: <laughs> For you guys.
0: do not count as clothing.
2: You, to, you can't
0: wear costumes. Costumes do not count. And uh, you, you have to be sober can't be drinking so no one no one likes this marathon
2: yeah it's bullshit you can't drink in a marathon where can you drink
0: well there's a famous beta breakers marathon where you dress up in costume or you just go naked and you just get drunk and you you walk run the whole race
2: yeah one time i came up to see you and i stayed in a hotel and it just happened to be right the view was the beta breakers and i wake up sunday morning and i open the window and there's naked people running by my window <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. But they're not technically naked because some have cock rings. There's a, a movement in Castro to walk around naked, and opponents say, "Listen, you're not really walking around naked if you have a cock ring. You know, you can't say you're walking naked when you're obviously fetishizing it."
1: Well, this is spaceship
0: UFOs, spaceship. ILM, uh, is their first job.
1: Huh.
2: The, the butler locked out Mar- Madeline Kahn. He's the worst butler.
1: Uh, wow, that's the worst I special hate effects.
2: Hate. It's like,
0: I like not since Evil Tunes have I seen such
2: a. Oh, Evil, cool Tunes.
0: World Evil Tunes. Evil
2: Tunes. <laughs> Evil Tunes. By the way, should be recalled Evil Tune because they just had one cheap tune. Yeah, clear Rip off. Oh, you know, there's a movie uh, I talk about on my show last week. Uh, prison of the dead and i went to look for a um trailer prison of the dead and there's a movie called like the reborn the dead reborn they took footage from prison of the dead and made it and put it in this film and made it look like the, the guy's watching a reality show and the reality shows this other movie
0: what a awful awful idea
2: so they you use the footage twice
0: out, uh yeah, Corman used to do that. He would, Roger Corman would get these, uh, Russian science fiction movies and he would, uh, redub them and add different scenes and release them as two different movies. Uh, and they're just, they're awful. Well, actually, one movie, uh, the intro outro was, uh, directed by Peter Bandanovich. So if you're a completist, you have to see that movie. But, uh, I never heard of taking another person's movie and passing it off as a reality show in another movie. That's definitely a first.
2: Yeah, well, you can tell it's obviously not a union film. And neither were um, Baby Geniuses. So, Baby
0: Geniuses, which I have a list somewhere.
2: Yeah, I met a guy who was in 4 and 5, and he wanted to come on the show, but um, he just kept saying, oh, it was non-union, it was non-union, he got in trouble with the union. Huh. We worked with John Voight, who I guess is allowed to doing non-union stuff.
0: So John Floyd is the one remaining star in the series, I guess. I have no idea about the direct DVD. I'm not surprised that they have a series of them. I just didn't realize that they continued the brand. That's a uh, Bob Clark's last movie.
2: Yeah, the guy did uh, Porky's,
0: Porky's, and Black Christmas, and and a Christmas, Christmas story. story, yes, and from the hip.
2: With Jed Nelson,
1: yeah,
2: that from the hip.
0: I'm pretty sure that, that was a Bob Clark production.
2: All right. So anyway, the uh, Pat Morita's back, and he's just talking.
0: Yeah, his voice is so squeaked up that I, I really can't hear it.
2: Yeah, they should have done that. I obviously get the idea, but oh was oh, a Sorry, I was up all night. Um, oh, were you? Yeah, you know, my two-year-old decided to get up at midnight. She's two next week. I know. Bring a it's gift. Exciting. So we were up oh, yeah, for yeah, hours. Yeah. And two in the morning, she's like, toast. I want toast. <laughs> no, go to bed. <laughs> toast. So I think we fell asleep around four. Oh, that's
0: great. Well, it's your fault for bringing up the concept of toast to
1: your toddler.
2: Oh, my God. I opened up Pandora's box. Pandora's. Toast. Been toast. It's a good way so, to... Uh,
0: I guess here's the nursery. See, I told you, they're not going to leave this house ever again. They're just going to be, the rest of this movie is going to be shot inside the interiors of a mansion that we don't give a shit about.
2: But they're sleeping in giant cribs, him and his wife, separate giant cribs, and there's like a hot nurse.
0: I, I read the novel years ago, and they're brother and sister, I'm pretty sure.
2: Huh. Wait, is but he a mini too? Is he mini also?
0: They, they are they are super-intelligent aliens twins that were birthed through a human on Earth. And uh, the premise is that they're super-intelligent together, but they're dumbest posts otherwise separated. They're useless.
2: When are we supposed to find that out?
0: I just told you. <laughs> oh, is that how that movie works? Yeah. Yeah, the usher comes up to you and explains the plot.
2: Yeah. Uh, if I was to make a movie, I would do that.
0: I would make sure that a movie is completely airless and uh, unfollowable. It reminds me a lot of Leonard part six, the, the, the set. I don't know if it's part seven, right? Part six. Part six. So he has a wacky mansion with a lot of crap in it. And this kind of reminds me of it.
2: I'm looking at the poster and there's pictures of, um, of Charlie Chaplin and Laurel and Hardy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if there are states approved of it. or.
2: That's really bizarre. An but then the description is, a rich, beautiful couple. All right, slow down. They give birth to deformed alien twins who, when their heads are together, are the smartest kids on the planet.
0: All right, so there you go. They, they're true to the book. You know, he, he, he would say, like, well, Kurt Vonnegut, his novels are uh, unfilmable.
2: Yes, and I would say yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes. Well, how about? that? You're right, dead That's on. Cha cha. Five plastic. Do you know the original 1982 cut of the movie features a score by Michael Lindgren, and you know who wrote this? Michael Lindgren. Um, on IMDb.
0: <laughs> by right, the
2: original bird composer. When the movie was re-edited subsequently re-released in '84, it was replaced with a more science fiction lay score. Um. The soundtrack LP was released, containing one side score by Stevens, and the other side the new score, uh, the old score. In the
1: world, uh, so there's
0: yeah. an album of this mo- a soundtrack of this movie that makes sure that it has two soundtracks on it: one that was never released for a movie, that right? So right now they're doing some crazy stick. They got uh, uh, they're dancing together and they have a lot of makeup on, so their faces look like you know Michael Jackson on a good day, I guess. And uh, all right. Party, champagne, toast. I guess they're in a different part of the house. This is where they tell jokes. They get The party guests tell jokes to each other while dancing. They'll say like, oh, my uncle got fired as a zookeeper for feeding the squirrels. Oh, man, that's a bummer scene. What? Who do he feed it to? Or whatever. Like laughing. Yeah. is what I'm trying to say.
2: For feeding the squirrels. To the lines, Hi. right? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, I got that from Uncle Floyd.
2: It looks like um, Rocky Horror Picture Show, doesn't
0: it? Oh uh, yeah, the the partying.
2: Well, yeah, the party scene?
0: Just... Shh. That's a telephone. Some party.
1: Oh I got party my god! i my So.
0: so I don't know who Marty Feldman is playing
2: he's the best,
1: yeah I'm not
0: not sure what's going on right now I, I'm honestly at a loss we're at 24 in the movie uh, this
2: do you ever like, bail on a-, on a movie or no
0: She's doing what?
2: You ever just bail? Wow, she's hot, Marilyn like, huh?
0: Well, Well, we could bail on it, but the whole idea is that
2: <laughs> I know. A we will bail.
0: Movie. You, can't, you can't sit through it, and I want to make sure we sit through it. That's why we have a podcast. You can listen to a podcast and watch this movie. That's oh, how my
2: you can God. It. Oh, my God. Eat glass.
0: So so I guess they play two characters. Right. So Jerry and Madeline are a, a couple that do each other, and they produce twins that look exactly like each other. And, and the
2: twins. A beautiful, are. beautiful couple.
0: a beautiful couple. Yeah. L- listen. Seriously, a beautiful couple. <laughs> Jerry Lewis, man, he's the original Donald Trump. When when Jerry gets serious, he's uh serious.
2: That's a good way to put it.
0: Or shot. I love how he talks, Jerry. When he gets serious, he was on a lot of good Merv Griffin. There's a Merv Griffin box set that has a bunch of Jerry uh, visits. And Jerry's there chain smoking, talking serious. And then uh, Merv will say, we'll be right back. And Jerry will do like some gag where he drinks, sips a glass of water, but he gets the entire glass stuck in his mouth, you know, like for the commercial break.
2: But then he's serious the rest of the time.
0: Yeah, he's totally serious, but, you know, he makes sure the camera lingers on him before they go to a shot. All right, so finally, the payoff. The alien kids are touching their heads, and their lights are there. They have some band in their head that's causing lights to go off. And then there's a set designer flashing a giant light off screen <laughs> going uh, the set. I'd take good money for this movie.
2: Why is he still making movies? <laughs> when was um *Hardly Working* made that we reviewed on my show? Probably resents. When was that Hardly made? Eighty four.
0: That was eighty, I think.
2: Oh, so let him make think... another movie.
0: Yeah, so he um, he he did uh, *Smorgasbord* as well during the eighties, right? That so was correct. But he this film, like if *King of Comedy* was eighty three, and this film finally hit video in eighty four. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't
0: know. Like I said, he did a movie called Arizona Dreams, which is even worse than this movie with Johnny Depp. And he's serious, Jerry, in that. And he did Funny Bones, which we love. But I don't think, uh, other than his own movie, Cracking Up. Oh, he did, Jerry did a movie in Germany about being a company before, I noticed, while digging around. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really strange. It might have been a French production. It was a, it was a foreign production. Let me put it that way. With Jerry Lewis as a cop, and, I, and the character's name was Jerry, of course. Right. Uh, so here's the Air Force One, and you could tell because the president has an oversized red phone and a Statue of Liberty in his uh, wing. I think he's talking about jelly beans. I think this is probably political humor part. And you know who the president is? Lovey. Oh, Magoo, you've done it again. Do you prefer the millionaire or Mr. Magoo or James Dean's father when it comes to Jim oh, James Dean's or father? James Dean's father. Yeah, where Jim Vacus has like a, a apron. He's and he has a tray of cookies or whatever. He's going to give his son, and his son tells him to fuck off. But he goes, "I don't understand you."
2: Yeah, the whole time, thinking, "Oh, that's uh, Mr. Magoo." Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to get <laughs> over that.
0: Mr. Magoo is a great. It's like a white racist character. You know, yeah. like every cartoon character is a is a race is, is an ethnic stereotype, and then they're like, "Well, let's make fun of uh, dementia." Well, we're at it.
2: Yeah, why not? Let's get it all in there.
0: Mr. Magoo, uh, the movie. Have you ever seen that? Leslie Nielsen.
1: No,
2: I didn't see that. Oh, is it? I
0: have. It's good. I mean, it's directed by a Hong Kong director whose name I forgot. It was a Disney movie, and it's a lot of set pieces. It's one of those like weird '90s comedy. Right. Speaking of. The kids are uh, playing with their food. Jerry's doing some uh, slapstick.
2: Another kind. Like, not funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How many kinds of slapstick are there? Not and good. Slapstick. And I wouldn't even consider, like, having a Costello or uh, Laurel and Hardy slapstick, necessarily. There's a food fight where uh, with a bunch of actors in the room.
2: Yeah, so it's wrong with the kids, with their heads together.
0: <laughs> so, this would be outrageous if this wasn't inside a, ho- a house with nobody else watching. I mean, who gives a shit?
2: <laughs> I love Marty <laughs> Feldman, though.
0: He's covering in food. He has a nice slow burn going.
2: Slow burn is the best. Yeah, he can do all that stuff so well.
0: So he comes across. These guys, just, I mean, it just seems like they went into a soundstage, set this up, and then just had the three actors in the room while they made this mess.
2: Yeah, well, there's curtains in the background. It's clearly like, yeah, it's some other kind of set. No one will notice. This is one of my favorite things about bad films. When they do something ridiculous and they're like, well, no one will notice if we just have shower <laughs> curtains around.
0: Right. Yeah, there's the scene with the food fight scene. They happen to have, like, uh, plastic curtains all around draped around the room.
2: It could be the same studio they shot the TV studio stuff in. But yeah.
0: when, when they pull out the guard, the hose, that they happen to have uh, plastic curtains in the room anyway. Right, right. All right, so now we are in Amish country. You think this is shot in California, though? I don't know. Like when we saw Hardly Working, there's a lot of scenes in Florida where like the wind was gusting and Jerry's weird hair was flying around. So he'll shoot anywhere. We're watching the adult we're watching the parents right now. There's uh George W. Bush. Yep, they're not gonna leave the mansion.
2: It's just cheaper to set it up there.
0: Yeah, I think like you know, just have the story run its course inside one location.
2: Let's just do a story about this uh, nanny. So the babies are idiots unless their heads are together, but they're babies. Right. So what are they their supposed to
0: be played by adults? And that their parents are also played by the same actors.
2: Who are really good, good looking.
0: I approve it. I I agree. I check this off. Sign the movie
1: studio. Huh. So
0: they're coming back to whatever. I have, I have a feeling this movie. Already knows what it wants to do. It's just going to run its course.
2: Of course, is that
0: I don't know. It doesn't matter. They already know what they're going to do with this movie. So whether or not it makes any sense or if it's watchable is, is debatable. I mean, I don't remember. I, I mean, I kind of remember this book. as just kind of an allegory about something. You know, I mean, it's, it's not a. It's a metaphor. It's not meant to be literally shot. You know. But I love Jerry's makeup, though. The rubber nose on his face is really... Uh, Noticeable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's bad.
0: You want to bail movies, would
2: you say? No, no, no. I mean, we've got to watch some of for two hours. Yeah. You know, who am I? Who am I to judge?
0: Well, if I can figure out how to get the uh, sound working on my computer, I can, we can look up YouTube videos <coughs> of Jerry I'm, you know, I have to admit, Jerry Lewis is like the last living legend we have. One of the last. And the fact that people should be grateful the guy's still alive and, and check out his movies. You know, you shouldn't go see a Jerry Lewis movie because he passed away. You should check him out right now.
2: Who should he... Uh, which ones should you see?
0: Well, I mean, ironically, this movie, of course. But, I mean, sincerely, uh oh, I like his... uh the Bell Boy, you know, the workaholic films he did. We just kept cranking them out. Uh, Patsy, uh, Send the is Funny. Uh, the films that he directed are, are worth watching for sure. I mean, some of the the, the stunts, the slapstick stunts are, are pretty innovative. And, uh, you know, he, he has a distinct comic personality and, and uh, it's fun to watch. I mean, and he's done a lot of misfires, you know. and. Uh, even those are kind of fun to watch. So,
2: like big swings.
0: Uh, big swings.
2: Like you take a big swing, like a big chance.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he do oh, absolutely. Like he'll he'll miss, you know, or he'll uh there'll just be something off about it. He did a movie called Which Way to the Front, uh which is probably one of his last big movies uh for Warner Brothers. And it's a World War 2 movie where uh, he happens, Jerry is a millionaire and he has a black uh, chauffeur named Lincoln and him and Link go to, uh will go to Germany because he looks like a, a German uh, official and uh, he meets Hitler and Hitler's played by uh, this Jewish vaudevillian actor who plays him like as a Yiddish guy. And even that's kind of fun to watch. You know, it's bizarre. Uh, but he, he, as a director, used to do these crazy little stunts. Like I remember one movie. They're watching an in-flight film, and there's some turbulence. And as the fil- as the plane itself would move, the image in the image in the film would move with it. You know, that's kind of clever.
2: Right, right, yeah, yeah. It sounds. I'm
0: with Jerry, but Jerry had he has so many moods, and he's done so many things for one person, and good and bad. And I just think like you could just. Look at one one moment in his life and just be fascinated. And
2: there's hundreds of moments in his life that are just fascinating, you know. Well, i love no like no point if you like, these are babies. The babies are destroying the house, and they're like, we don't know what to do because they're giant people dressed like babies.
1: <laughs>
2: like in real life, not that I'm the world's greatest dad, but if your kid is doing it, you just grab them. When my kid. kid it, oh, he g- breaks the gun. So, oh, yeah. they're aliens. I love Marty Feldman.
0: He's reading a book. He's been reading that book all movie.
2: I wish he would lend me the book.
0: He didn't realize he's being shot during that thing.
2: (laughs) He's so good. (laughs) uh, So
0: how come Marty Feldman is funny in this movie and Madeline Kahn and Jerry Lewis aren't?
2: I think he's just given the right role. I mean, they're given a thankless, impossible, self-indulgent, shitty role. Yeah. He's just so perfect, I guess. I mean, he's made so many bad movies, but he's always good in them.
0: He's uh, he's he's made a lot of films as director himself, right? He did a parody of those old uh, World War One desert westerns, the O East-West, where it's called.
1: Oh, I ever saw it.
0: It's funny. I mean, it's big and silly. Spike Mulligan's in it.
2: Oh, uh, that's fun. Well, this is big and
1: silly.
0: Oh, he's looking right in the camera, Jerry. He's shaking the camera.
1: Oh, my First God.
0: Now everything's fed up. I think spray spray mace on them, and I could tell because the...
1: Uh, how can you tell? Because
0: they have a big aerosol that says the word mace on it.
2: Oh, if you think so. So he's spraying these babies with mace. It's hilarious. That's actually what I do as <laughs> parents. <laughs> he, mace. So he's like um, riffraff. Right in yeah, um, maybe Rocky Horror.
0: Did riffraff used to spray their guess, his guests with maze?
2: Yes, you didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Shock Treatment, the sequel to Rocky Horror Picture Show?
0: Oh yeah, sure. If you have FX Movie Channel, that's all they show. Fox Movie Channel, they show that movie like once a day. It's good.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a good movie.
1: movie.
2: It's good. They did that gag again just now where. They're holding up the broken portrait where the face has popped out with their face in it.
0: Yeah, right. To the camera, no less. So this is some back-to-the-future type special effects. You have Jerry and Madeline as parents in the same room as Jerry and Madeline as space alien baby twins.
2: And guess what? You can tell that it's shot at different times. <laughs> it's shot at different years almost. Jesus. Yeah,
0: the parentheses are shot during the daytime with the natural sunlight on Madeline's shoulders.
2: Wait, this is 15 years after the kids were born and they're still babies? Is that what it is?
0: I think so. Or they still treat them like babies.
2: I thought they said 15 years later. Oh, now they're getting dressed. I'm oh, very excited. Oh, the oh, babies are getting oh, dressed.
0: They're dressing like adults.
2: Apparently they're smart I without touching can't. their heads. This is the worst episode of Down Nabby ever. <laughs>
1: Uh,
0: I'm sorry. Like the sexy even the sexy French oh. maids not really that it. here nor there.
2: Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> oh, this movie's so uh, boring. So uh what is the best movie well, you've you've done on your podcast so far? What do you recommend people Oh check
0: out? honestly I recommend Rat Finka Boo Boo. I'm unabashedly a fan of that oh movie. you
2: love that movie.
0: I really do. It's like a, a stalker movie for half its time, and then it just becomes a Batman and Robin surfer, uh, music video. Just every hodgepodge of, uh, 60s, uh, pop culture during that time just shows up in this hour of a long movie. It's great.
2: It's an hour long?
0: 67 minutes? Wow. Yeah. I have, uh,. I, I You know, if anyone wants to send me a tweet, I'm at at Spiegelmania. I don't have anything set up for the podcast, but I'm always looking for good movies, full-length uh, movies on YouTube. Uh, and I have actually did see two films that I, I would rather not do for the podcast, but I would kind of recommend them. And I'm a little hazy, but there was a, a cartoonist from the 70s, a French guy, like a heavy metal, National Lampoon type of guy. And he made two animated movies during the 70s that like Bill Murray and some other people did the voices for. And uh, I went ahead and saw them and they're just racist piece of shit. <laughs> so I don't really want to, I don't really have much to say about it, but I was happy to see them on YouTube. You know, What was the
2: movies? I don't remember.
0: Is that great? I don't recall. there's two different films. One takes place in the jungle and the other one, I guess doesn't.
2: And the other one doesn't?
0: Yeah. I, you know what? I don't even know why I brought it up. I don't, I don't remember anything about it.
2: What, uh, how do I find it?
0: Uh, Go to, to IMDb Bill Murray. It should be listed. It's mentioned in the Bill Murray, Big Book of Bill Murray. They talk about the two animated films. Because
1: uh-huh.
0: there, there, was, there was a time when, uh like, you know, the heavy metal of the movie uh was voiced by, like, John Candy and uh, Harold Ramis, and they were giving out voice work to, to the various
2: people. Who did you say was in it? Bill Murray and who else?
0: Uh, in these cartoons, I th- all I know is Bill Murray. They're like one one word uh, titles.
2: Oh, do you know he was in Groundhog's Day? Who? Bill Murray. Who do you play? I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: do he play the arrogant jerk that everyone likes?
2: Was he? Was it? We said one word. Yeah. Meatballs.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Stripes. Stripes. No, that's right.
2: Caddyshack. To so so but no. Ronnie D'Angelo It's Not Easy Being Me was it B.C. Rock? I bet it might you be B.C. It. Rock yeah yeah
0: that sounds like a cartoon wacky movie with like I'm an average guy caveman
2: yeah that's right? it that's exactly right
0: and then he did another one I think uh, it begins with the letter P oh
2: right, well you've narrowed it down for me let's see Patty Shack Puty? Pripes. Pripes? people. Um Where the Buffalo Room, Mike Mondo video, which is great. Coming attractions?
0: No, it's, which is a good movie. Who did that? It was a um like Dan Aykroyd. It was uh kind of like that's entertainment for like uh, bad movies and uh, they would have segments hosted by like Dan Aykroyd or whatever. And they would show just like scenes of, of bad movies. Oh, that was awesome. Right uh,
1: now,
0: if you are watching this movie, uh, they're still in the mansion. Oh, sorry. And the uh, parents are being uh, consoled by an accountant or something.
2: Who looks like the same guy from the doctor's office, but his beard, is is um, his goatee is combed out.
0: You know that the Jim Backus, the President of the United States, is also in the room.
2: He's in the room a lot for this movie.
0: The President of the United States.
2: Yeah, yeah. What else has he got to do?
0: Well, where's the security detail? I mean
2: They were in that scene when the kids um are on the top of the stairs and the lady drops the tray and they pull the guns out.
0: Oh right, they pull the guns out and then the kids bend their guns and then they leave the room. The worst secret service
2: ever. I don't know. <laughs> Let's be honest. There
0: were, there were some examples, right? Well, except for that time in 1980, they're probably the worst service.
2: What about people jumping over the wall, and they're like, "Oh, this guy he shouldn't oh, jump over the wall." Club. Oh, right, you 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 think um, the movie starts at the P? The director starts with the P. His name is Picha.
0: Yeah, right. Picha. He's the uh, cartoonist, and he made two movies that Bill Murray does voices on it, and both movies are
2: Shame of the Jungle. Okay. He that's made Snow White the sequel in 2007. That's not one of them. 10 years before that he made a TV show in France. Zoo Cop, Zoo Olympics, The Big Bang, Shame of the Jungle, and Cartoon Circus. Huh. I don't know which is well, more Shame boring. Of the
0: jungle. Right. right, I think that's the the, the jungle parody one. Oh,
2: you okay, think Shame of the, in the jungle, jungle has to do with the jungle?
0: I think that might be the the racist one. Yeah. So the kids are playing their heads together, and there's some crazy special effects going around their head while the president watches. Ew, <laughs> the are they crazy... kissing? Well, I mean, come on. They are space alien twins. Ah, at least the mom gets upset by it. Uh this is where they bring up this is a very serious uh, part. On a very special episode of Slapstick of another kind. The mother explains how incest is bad.
2: <laughs> what? she just said incest. It's
0: Yeah, I they have nothing going on in this movie, and so they're like, Well, here's a conflict.
1: I don't know if conflict is it? it's
0: So where's the president during this? Has he gone back to the White House? Whoa! <laughs> it's kind of funny that as the parents, they're disgusted, and then they also play the kids who are, are okay with it. Right. Oh, there's the president. The president has an opinion on this matter.
2: Ew, this movie's gone a weird turn.
0: Yeah, I mean, out of all the turns they could go, they could go any direction they want. So they have uh stand ins I guess. There's a scene with Madeline and Madeline, but space alien Madeline's head is to the uh, camera. <laughs> I don't know why they had to put an alarm on. Warning everyone else in this house. So, they are arresting the twins for admitting that they like to kiss each other, and they're arresting them by putting straitjackets on them and having their friends take them away by horse and carriage. This movie is brutal.
2: (laughs) This is brutal.
0: Did we miss Sam Fuller? Did he show up already?
2: I must have played some old grizzly guy.
0: Some guy with a cigar in his mouth.
2: Hey, uh, breaking news. Yes? Jennifer Hudson's a star in Adam Sandler's Netflix movie, Sandy Wexler.
0: Yeah, it's his new character. Yeah, that's great. And then, then there's one more movie, and they're done with the Netflix, right? Four movies?
2: Yeah, I'm sure they'll do more. He's like the new Jerry Lewis.
0: Well he's definitely influenced by Jerry Lewis. The the aggressive man child uh bit. I mean God bless uh Happy Gilmore and the Waterboy, but they're they're nothing more than just Jerry Lewis. same with Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is an aggressive, you know, man child. Whether it's uh Ace Ventura you know, Ace Ventura is Jerry Lewis.
2: Just yeah, yeah, man. but it that's funny, I don't
0: know. Oh, it is funny. Well I mean like Part of the appeal is how uh, unhinged you can get as a human being, you know, and that's kind of how what the, the humor is. Uh. they need to, they need stunt people for this scene we're watching they're They're hanging off of rooftops. Someone endangered their lives to make sure they get the scene in. <laughs> I'm a professional stunt man. What can I do for this movie? Well, we need you to scale down a, a roof. It's because of these space aliens. You know what? I just read the script. I'm not going to endanger my life. Fuck like this shit.
2: I don't know what's going on.
0: Well, she slugged the guy unconscious by not touching her, by having her fist miss his face. (laughs) (laughs)
2: By a mile. That's how strong she 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 is. Oh, my God, Mike. Guess what I just did. What's that? I accidentally um, erased the movie. Um. Okay,
0: why don't we pause here? I'm going to pause at uh, 50 minutes. So right now we have 15 more seconds. Can you get back to fifty minutes? Hold on a second. I'll explain what's going on in this movie while you uh, search.
2: Oh here we go! Start it up again. So tell all me, right, start it up
0: exactly exactly at fifty minutes.
2: All right. Oh wait, fifty seconds. I have a pause.
0: 50, fifty minutes, five 50... oh. I'm pausing um, the movie. People yeah, hold on. Oh,
2: podcast uh, is uh, this a is pause. brilliant podcast. Podcast. One, two, pause. three, go. All right, ready? Yeah. Down, count count me down.
0: Oh, wait, I'll pause again. I'm, I already started it. I'm at 50.05. Go ahead and start it. Just tell me when you get to 50.05. 50.02. 50.04. 50.04. four. Fifty five.
1: Go. go, go,
2: go. Oh, geez. Thank God that worked so,
0: out. So uh, I'm watching Marty Feldman literally push me on the con off the scene. Oh, now we're back in outer space. I
1: don't know what's
0: this going is on. what they call in uh, uh, theater intermission, or the middle part. Oh, yeah, you, know, you I gotta bring go. Up, you bring up outer space in the beginning of the movie, the narrator, and then in the middle of the film, like in Goodfellas, the narrator will come back. Oh, this is like a wacky <clears> military. <throat> Unscrewed up alumni.
2: That's funny. What's a military school?
0: It's comedic military school. Everything is a joke. There's a wacky sign. There's a cowboy with a cigar. People shoot off cannons and they fall down. A man is literally chasing a chicken right now to show you how uh, absurd the military force is. Oh, my God. I would be so relieved to see a man chase a chicken in this movie. I'd be like, at least they're trying. They're trying. I mean, that's funny, a man chasing a chicken, uh, uh, private.
2: Mike, watching. This movie is the worst thing you ever made me do, and you're my older brother.
0: I <laughs> know. I waited till we were 50 to pull this off. Here we are in our late 40s. Like, I got you good. I don't know. I think that um, Charles Swan third movie is worse. Do you know what I'm talking about?
2: No. Nope, uh, I have no idea.
0: Charlie Sheen. Bill Murray.
2: Charles Swan third.
0: Yeah. It's a Roman Coppola movie. The private lives
2: of, or. Well, he's the worst. That
0: movie
2: is. Yes. Well, he's an All Oscar right. winner. Roman Coppola. Not for oh, one yeah. of his films. Well, We're not well, for one of those yeah. films, but.
0: I can't think. What was the film for? Do you remember? Or was it from? Not-
2: it was uh, something he did with um, his uh, brother or cousin, or whatever. Um. One of those good movies. Who's the guy who made all those good films with Bill Murray? and? Oh, I
0: know who you're talking
2: about. Rushmore and such? Yeah, that guy. I think he co-wrote one of his films. He won an Oscar. That was a good movie. Oh, what's going on?
0: Well, there's a military man. Oh, that, there, there we go. That guy smoking a cigar is Sam Fuller.
1: Who you else about. would it be? Yeah.
0: He plays he shows up in a lot of eighties films. I don't know if you watch a lot of Vim Venders movies, but he did this terrible eighties film about film producers waiting for financing and Sam Fuller's in that one. And he shows up I think in the end of uh violence.
2: Uh no, I've never seen a Vim Vendors film because I don't hate I I don't love boredom. I'm trying to figure out. Uh,
0: my friend and I went to see this movie at State of Things to Come or something like that from the 80s. And it was so bad. There was one scene where they're on an island waiting for movie financing. And this guy on a Apple IIe computer in glorious green um, monochrome was showing an interactive story with graphics and, and lettering. And he was just pressing the space bar as each scene would load 80s style. And that was the movie. They just had the camera on this. And uh, we were laughing. We went to see it at the at the Coolidge Corner Movie House, the Revival House. And uh, my friend and I started laughing like derisively at this movie, and because it, it's awful. And I look around; everybody was seriously into it. And we actually we actually left. And it was one of the few times where I, I felt like I had to speak out and say this movie's a bunch of shit. The other movie, yeah, Turn the Dark. You ever see that one, York? David Morse plays a cop. What's it called? Uh, Lars Fryer. dancer in the dark.
2: I was on TV the other night. I've never, I hate- never seen it. I've never seen it. But I saw parts and- of it. all slipping through the channels.
0: At the end, she gets the chair, and I saw that in the theater, and I started to laugh, and I turned to uh, my date, and I said, "Like, can you believe it?" Dude, and not only was crying, but everyone in the theater was crying, and I was the only one who was just like. Ugh. You know, I'll get it. What about There Will Be Blood?
2: Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, the oil movie? Yeah. The one I saw at your house, the copy I brought to your house? The screen? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I liked that movie. Uh, I was bored. Uh, luckily, um, we were distracted. Yeah. Um, so, Tim Sardano, do you know who that is? Uh
1: huh.
2: He's a guy, he, he's a San Francisco filmmaker, quotes, and uh, he makes these vampire movies. I try to get him on my show, but I think he thinks I'll just make fun of him because one of my first episodes, I think the first episode I ever did six years ago, we just made fun of him. But uh, I don't know, there's a lot of people accusing him of crazy stuff. I don't know if it's true or not. But anyway, I just, he just came up, but I'd love to have him on the show. If anyone knows Tim, come on, it would be a fair, it'll be a nice interview.
0: Anyone uh, here in the Bay that want to uh, do a myth If I'm get, get my filmmaker together again, that'd be great.
2: That'd be fantastic.
0: say together again because you did make fun of him on your first show six years ago.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I remember that actually—that uh, you you had a little piece about his vampire movies.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: um, uh, I'm. Uh, I want to get back to the movie real quick.
2: Oh, sorry, sir.
0: Well, it's the uh, staff of the house. We haven't left the house, and uh, they're drinking and reminiscing.
2: Mm.
0: And Marty Feldman is acting. I guess
2: he's doing real acting. So it's a bad sign.
0: People are always like, uh, "Hey, I can't wait to riff a movie, but it's impossible to riff this movie."
2: Well, you yeah, we picked a terrible film to riff.
0: He had his hair. I'll give him that much. What's that? His curlers in his hair, a little touch, to indicate
1: he's
0: after hours. Ah, right, here comes an alien. Spaceship returns to the exterior of the mansion. This movie is missing, like, Godzilla. I mean, if you're going to have the little people talk, you might as well have Mothra with them. Mothra was always announced by these little these little uh, pixies.
2: I'd love to see the reviews of this film.
0: I don't know if it was. I mean, it must have been released on on uh, video cassette at one point.
2: Oh, you don't think they reviewed it?
0: I don't think Janet Madeline wrote about it.
1: No.
2: All these, but...
0: all these movies I look for for the podcast, I check my Pauline Kael book and just hide. <laughs> I
2: was like, <laughs> are, you, are you kidding me?
0: Well, one of the movies I really wanted to do with you is uh, uh, The Toy with Richard Pryor and, and uh, Jackie Gleason, but the version that, that was free on YouTube was kind of shoddy. I didn't really want to do it. A lot of times, full length movies on YouTube start like mid movie and are very washed out and look like they were shot off a of TV or something. It's like I'm watching that movie, uh, Small Soldiers, right now.
1: Oh my god!
0: The spaceship has landed. A tiny spaceship has landed in Melanchthon's bedroom, and a little tiny soldier has popped out. It's a flying like uh, enchilada, I guess. <laughs> are you a uh, strange Chinese man, or are you another one? <laughs> There's only so many words in this script, and i got to make sure it's all
2: racist. It's terrible, yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: So here's your scene. You're going to play a general, and you're going to be popping out of a spaceship. Okay, I'll just do it. <laughs> It's a very definition of a professional. There's an actor who decides to do this shit and, and does it. You know? Uh-huh. They're doing it straight. I mean. But this is kinda cool. This is I never seen this Jerry Lewis movie before. It's one more Jerry film. Do you have a favorite Jerry Lewis movie?
2: This is definitely one more Jerry film. If I was to do a pull quote for this film, I would say, this is one more Jerry film.
0: That is <laughs> Adam Spiegelman. says Mike Spiegelman, for completus only.
2: Yeah. Like, I don't know why they're in this military base. Um, oh, I was a when- wacky
0: sign. It says Buster's Military School for Screwed Up Boys. You know, I, I don't know if they could, in real life, they would actually have a sign like that.
2: Holt. I don't know. Uh, do I have a favorite Jerry Lewis movie? No. Uh, I guess the one we talked about, Cracking Up, whatever that one, is great. And, of course, Martin Scorsese, but not King Comedy. But do I have uh, anything else? No. I don't know. his, other the, films, uh, his real like films. Uh, uh, any of the Martin Lewis movies? No. I know the uh, Road 2 films, with Bob Hope and Bing Crosby, but I don't know Lewis well, oh,
0: actually, you know what? I, I can tell you a funny story, and it's on YouTube as well. Oh, Why well,
2: start, uh, well, start now?
0: Why start now? So Bing Cosby had a, uh, a telethon going on, and he was with his partner, uh, Bob Hope. And I guess this was during the 60s or 50s, and they brought up on television this new comedy duo, Martin Lewis. And Jerry Lewis is completely, you know, it's classic young Jerry Lewis with the with the trim cut and the the gawk. The that's he's old, like, with a he's going out of control Every, everything is exciting and he's jumping around and he's running around and you can see Bing Crosby just go pale like completely lost control and uh, and Bob Hope is like oh, hey your partner your partner is spooking my partner or whatever you gotta calm him down to Dean and the story was that like uh, I believe it was Bing Crosby, but he was completely rattled by Jerry Lewis's uh, oppression. And that people say that that's how Jerry Lewis came up with the idea of a, mar- of a telethon. It was after their telethon.
2: Oh, well, that's a story that went sideways. So here's something <laughs> that's shocking about this film. Yeah. This um, YouTube clip has almost 2 million views.
0: This movie we're watching right now?
2: No, almost two thousand
0: views.
2: (laughs) Can you imagine? Two thousand
0: views in the world.
2: Still, that's a lot. A lot of people going. What the hell am I watching? Oh, let's see if there's someone. Do you ever look at the YouTube comments?
0: No, but uh, we can. That's not a bad idea.
2: Is that Virginia Graham in the beginning? Uh, I read vonnegut's Slapstick and enjoyed it very much, even though he considered it to be one of his worst works. Um, Yeah. The movie was absolutely terrible, which also made it completely watchable because it was so bad. All right, I agree with the first half of the sentence, but not the second. I'm not even sure what I saw. I agree with that. But it was entertaining at the very least. Again, I agree with the first half.
0: Yeah. You know, just because it's bad doesn't mean it's good. I mean, you could say I like bad movies and Birdemic is charming or whatever. But there are bad, bad movies. And this, this is a great example of a film that is bad because it's, it's bad. It's unwatchable. There's, there's a layer to it that you don't have in movies. It makes it hard to watch. There's a detachment to this film. I mean, she's smashing things and things are blowing up, and I have no idea what's going on. She's freeing people who are being brainwashed. It's like the scene in Battlefield Earth where they got the thing on their head.
2: Oh, the giant baby.
0: And it looks like glass telephone booths, which means it must be state of the art. Oh, she's saving her brother. While a guy winces in the background. Oh, and they're at Buster's Military School for screwed up boys. Listen to that soundtrack. What a piece of shit.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, I was thinking it was a nice a piece of shit movie. Oh, my God. Have you seen Heart Bleeps?
0: I never saw Heart Bleeps with Madeline Kahn.
2: As a yeah. robot. No, it's not Madeline Kahn. That's what made me think of it. I thought it was Madeline Kahn. Oh, who is it? It's, um... What Madeline Kahn.
0: Well, it looks like uh, there's a lot of Jerry movies on YouTube. I'm just looking on the side here. So you can see Fella and the Iron Boy, two of his best movies. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would just watch as much Jerry Lewis as possible while he's still alive and just celebrate the fact that he's living.
2: Bernadette Peters.
0: Burnett Peters and uh, our, our friend Andy Kaufman.
2: Heart Beeps. Uh, you're recommending more? Which ones would you recommend?
0: I would definitely say The Iron Boy. Uh, fellow is funny. It has uh, Henry Sylvan, and it. He does a pretty charming job in it. Um, uh, I would recommend uh, Bell Boy. That's probably one of my favorites. That movie is insanely good. Uh, Patsy's funny. That has Peter Lorre in it. Uh, he's done one where he's like uh, he takes care of a school for girls, which is kind of funny. Uh, I just think anything he directed, you should go out and see. Uh,
2: I realize I've asked you this is, before. What's that? I realize that I asked you within the last hour what your favorite one is.
0: I'm always happy to talk about Jerry. You know, a friend had these Super Jerry tapes back when the VHS cassettes were the YouTube of its time. And uh, it was just footage of jerry being a total asshole like one thing i have to say is that you can find like dig around and find television appearances from the last 50 60 years where he's you know innocent or he's just a total prick you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh and it's fun to watch him be you know reminisce about how awful his old directors were or just you know uh he, I remember watching one like AMC, A&E special about him. And he was saying that the director of the first Martin Lewis movie, uh, was as funny as a menstrual period, you know, like just, and, and he has a, a insanely bad reputation as a sexist because he just doesn't think women are funny. Right. And, uh, it's brutal, you know, we saw that movie hardly working and he, and, uh, His niece says she wants to be a clown. What was the response? He was like, yeah, anything's possible.
2: (laughs) Oh, like for a little girl? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny that it's like um, they're trying to be progressive. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we're so progressive by saying something stupid like that.
0: But he's one of those guys who'll say women aren't funny, and he'll still say it even though he's 90 years old. So, you know, and he's a total prick to people. So there's a reason to, you know, not like the person.
2: So he's still right. Is that what you're trying to say?
0: <laughs>
2: Just kidding. Because this movie proves that men can be unfunny as well. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> he finally said that, we're
2: e- that men and women are equal when it comes to... Yeah, yeah, life. yeah. It was being terrible.
0: This must be the climax. They've been holding their heads together and the special effects lights are going around them. Uh, according to YouTube
1: we still have 13 more minutes
2: hopefully they'll show the credits very slowly <laughs> the that's a trick <laughs> Yeah, oh really there's um again the last movie I just reviewed uh, Prison Prison of the Dead they show there's three horsemen that come out which means they only had three costumes and they come out of the grave they're summoned by a Ouija board and they each come out twice just cause they show the footage twice I guess try to kill as much time as possible.
0: Do you think the the script called for four horsemen?
2: <laughs> Six. The budget. They
0: can't do four horsemen. Hey, guys,
2: that. guys, we don't have that. We could do there three. Are f- f- but- yeah, yeah. The three horsemen.
0: <coughs> I, w- I wasn't wrong about... They have like attack dogs inside the mansion. I, w- I wasn't wrong that this entire movie takes place in one location.
2: He's ever to school.
0: Oh, right. The school, a uh, crazy mix up boys. So there's two sets they use. Oh, there he is. There's Samuel Fuller. His movies during the 80s, I recommend. There's the big red one. There's White Dog. Have you seen White Dog? Ed?
2: No, I haven't seen his 80s ones. Uh, Steel Helmet is really good.
0: Steel Helmet's great. Uh,
2: I, I dragged crazy. my um, then wife, now fiance, and two friends to see. Um, then wife and now fiance is it? then yeah the vice versa um the movie he did about the the mental institution shock uh, corridor shock-order? i love that yeah. film and it was so bad and, it- and they hated it and russell says to my fiance i hope the wedding's not off
0: <laughs> <laughs> do liked like that
1: movie
2: they hated oh, it. it it is oh. not it's not a good film, but it's so many good parts to it. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I forgive the fact that it's flawed.
0: It has flaws, but his films always have, like, the scenery that you're not going to see elsewhere, the way people move or are, are moving in scenes and stuff like that. Uh, he did a film called Street of No Return, which was from 89, and I saw that in the theater, and it is, like, the most insane movie. It's a rock star who lost his voice, and he's making a music video about him on a horse. And uh, Sam Fuller's daughter, I think, is in it. But it, I highly recommend it. It's it's just a crazy film. But, yeah, he so he did a lot of, like, acting. He was kind of like Orson Welles, where he did a lot of acting just to get money to produce his films. I think Orson Welles is in this movie, too, Adam.
2: In this one right now?
0: Yeah, I think he does the voice. I remember reading that, which means that it's a film with film directors acting. There's Jerry Lewis, there's Sam Fuller, and I guess Orson Welles.
2: And the director acting like he's a director. Oh yeah, Marty Feldman. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: As we have learned today, Uh, there is ten minutes left in this
1: movie. (laughs) This must be the climax.
2: This is the movie if it was a date. I pretend I got a text and I'd have to go.
0: <laughs> this date would take place like at a cafeteria, by mistake, like and two hours earlier, like they both go to a cafeteria to eat and be like, oh, hey, how are you? We're supposed to go to dinner later. Why don't we walk around?
1: <laughs> uh, they're
2: hedging together
0: their heads together, they have that oscillator of uh, special effects lights around their heads. And I, I think this, basically the spaceship are going to take them. I mean, what could possibly happen? I mean, if I was writing a story about uh, a couple that gives birth to space aliens that look exactly like the parents, I would end it with the UFO taking them the, the space aliens back. So that's all we're waiting for.
2: End it. I would start it that way so we can go home earlier.
0: You think it's the same house they shot modern problems in.
1: Remember at the um,
0: end they go to a big giant house
2: I hardly remember that movie I feel like I was a kid But when I watched it I feel like I was drunk
0: <laughs>
2: Such a weird gave movie me
0: a, a DVD of that movie
2: Oh I did? Yeah. I'm a terrible brother
0: No it was like a bad movie event At like slam dancers, Or funk fest or whatever And they had a DVD version You gave me a
2: Oh my god, this is so bad.
0: Well, the aliens have come. The miniature aliens have come and they're going to take back the twins, I guess.
2: Thank. Here's something you don't hear often. Thank God Pat Morita is in this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, it has um. a very little Pat Morita in this movie.
2: Hello. Because he's in miniature? Yeah, because he's a very miniature. Yeah, a a, a small role?
0: There's no such thing as a small role, Adam. Moistful actors.
2: Hey, come on.
0: Pat Marino, stand up for your right. Oh, sorry.
2: Oh, he is the... Oh.
1: Oh, my God. I
0: like the close-up the eyes of these actors, but I don't know if the director's telling them to do anything while they do the close-ups.
2: Like okay, I've given up my nap time.
0: <laughs> to talk you're to the do father this. of a toddler, are you giving up your precious nap time to do this? Two hours <laughs> so is
2: a lot of time.
0: I bet you she wakes up the moment this movie is over. There's no rest for you. Oh, yeah. All the wacky wind-up toys have been wound up.
2: Wow, this is some good special effects. oh. said, well, the we need k- some
0: wacky toys in here
2: smoke is coming out of things. Drawers are opening and closing. Everyone's trying to get out of this film. Doing
0: this? The twins, the aliens, the earthquake? Who's doing this?
2: Oh, I don't know.
0: And If you had a laser gun and you're pointing at it, why don't you just shoot it?
2: Yes. Five minutes, guy holding that. Seriously.
0: So who's causing this? The aliens? Something outside? Maybe this is our and
1: uh, yeah, I don't know.
2: Chinese men. Originally, it was Chinamen, and not
0: they? They said Chinese men. Yeah, God we should not mention they're Chinese in this movie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was Pat Morita Chinese? I don't think so. We don't know. I don't know. I don't
1: know. know. Oh, my God.
2: Ooh. How about a rocket? So yeah.
0: Even though they're into the light, don't walk into the light.
2: I would. I would right now. If there was light, I'd jump into it.
0: The aliens are here, and this is obviously a ripoff of the final scene from Close Encounters. That's probably their point of...
2: Perspective. That was a joke. It's supposed to be like a joke, plus they're going to get the kids.
0: Plus they don't have an original idea at the end. Yep, right. there's the aliens. They look like the ones from... No, they look like guys in costumes. <laughs> They finally made it home. I gotta give Jerry some credit. He looks funny. He's just making these silly faces.
2: You know he looks like? Um Giddity. Uh, the guy oh, from Quag- Quagmire.
0: <laughs> it's got the chin and the nose.
2: Yeah, yeah. Giddity.
0: He's actually harassing everybody in the movie. You know, one time I flew down to see Ed and... Uh, the pilot says, Hello, this is uh, Captain Glenn Quagmire of Southwest Airlines. And when the plane landed, I was out there waiting for the, the baby stroller or whatever, the, the the seat. And this pilot walks out and I look at him and I go, Glenn Quagmire? And he goes, Oh, uh, that was the co pilot who said it wasn't me. But thanks for listening. Like those guys that gave the announcements. They were saying pretending to be a pilot, you know, from Glenn Quagmire and family guy is a, pi, a pilot. So the pilot on this plane said his name was Glenn Quagmire. But what I wanted to tell the guy is like, not only is Glenn Quagmire a terrible pilot, he gave all his co-workers syphilis. Like, um, anyway, sorry to distract from the movie. they the twins are on this spaceship.
1: And this spaceship
0: is like twice the size of the house, which is the first because all the other spaceships were tiny.
1: Well, because they're and Chinese.
0: Uh, Well, the, the Marty Feldman is waving goodbye even though he's in the house. In fact, everybody's in the house. Why are they waving goodbye?
2: He's leaving, that's why. His job is done, which we don't really know what his job was to begin with.
0: And now he's off to do... I don't know what he's going to do now either because I don't know who the fuck he is. Wow,
2: that and was fantastic.
0: A special, I guess this movie is over.
2: Well, everyone's leaving.
0: Even the actors are leaving for the credits. Yeah,
2: they're leaving for the credits. They want to beat the traffic.
0: Oh, phew. Marty Feldman, hi-ho. Hi ho. The, cre- the credits say. One more special effect.
2: This is like the 80s version, of, a racist version of the Minions, or the Chinese people. All right, and then oh. you get the 80s music.
0: And the 80s fonts. Murray Schwartz is the associate producer on this.
1: He does good work. The, cred- oh, I have
2: yeah.
0: to- the, the credit scroll is super slow.
2: Yeah, they got to kill time.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, there's oh. yeah, some song. Just Putting Our Heads Together, music and lyrics by Randy Bishop, performed by Randy Bishop and Bonnie Paul. Uh, I don't like putting music songs on, on my shows. I'm going to have to sing my own lyrics. We got to put our
2: heads
0: together. What do you think? You want to try this song?
2: Put heads together. We committed to this film before reading the script.
1: <laughs> we
0: wrote a love song before we realized they were brother and sister.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh, they just said taboo, so I think they knew what's going on.
0: Do you think this movie is a metaphor about incest? That's even worse.
2: This is a pro incest movie. Con, Oh uh, uh,
0: Yeah, Madeline Kahn. Is.
2: Oh, come on. You win.
0: Well, you know, in this movie, you do have your pros and cons. Right? You have uh, Jerry Lewis, he has been a professional for a long time, and Madeline Khan. So you have your pros and cons in this movie.
2: Oh, I heard you. <laughs> I'm just ignoring you.
0: My favorite scene is when uh Jerry Lewis was looking for Madeline Kahn. and he goes,
2: Madeline Kahn. Let me know when you start the podcast.
0: Do you think uh you would acknowledge it if I continue the con? If I may have dragged that out any longer? I might not. Well, if you guys listen to this entire show, I want to thank you so much. The credits are rolling here. We're here with our guest, Adam Spiegelman, host of Proudly Presents. A no, 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 nope, no, no. Nope. After this, don't plug it. But no, no. I'm proudly the host
2: Reasons. of Proudly Presents.
0: Did I say Proudly Presents?
2: Yes, which is what I should have and, called and the it, show. But everyone accidentally calls it that. But uh, no, Proudly Presents, and it's I'm iTunes and Stitcher and all those other things. And, uh, sorry, go back. I just wanted to.
0: Oh, no, no, and not at all. Uh, I just wanted to promote your show because if you're listening, if you guys are listening to the end then we know uh, you're fans, and you should check out Adam.
2: Of course. Adam, of course. what's
0: your final uh, review of this movie we just watched?
2: Oh, my God. I want to kill myself. Put that on the <laughs> poster. Uh, this movie is terrible. It's not terrible in a good way. That person who wrote that review on YouTube is an idiot. He makes she me mad. i
0: oh, just
2: mad. I'm mad at this movie. I'm mad at Jerry Lewis. I'm mad at, at, at mom and dad for conceiving you. Uh,
0: <laughs> wow, that's a little harsh.
2: No, 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 not after seeing this film. You'd probably agree with me. Um, this is a terrible movie. Why did I go back to the YouTube page for some reason?
0: Here we are distributed by Modern Entertainment. Yeah, Modern again.
2: Entertainment just, Right. They just changed the name to Modern.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, but according to lawyers, we have to now change name. <laughs> Well, since we have you on the phone and we have YouTube open, why don't we uh, – I'm going to see if I can get the sound working on this.
2: Oh, I and, want to see um, if we can look for reviews. I'm just typing in reviews because there's a okay, movie yeah. called Yar, uh, something of the future. And then I'm going to do soon, and it's like this terrible Conan barbarian meets something else. Yar's Ben? No, Yar barbarian of the future, or, or...
0: yeah, I know it's sandals and laser beams.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy from Joel, whatever from uh, Channel Seven, reviewed it, and he just was like, "This is terrible." No shit. Um, but I'm looking forward to that.
0: Oh wait, but then a, a recent movie ad wasn't it? No.
2: Another- no, well, recently, like, 20 years ago.
0: There was a film called, like, Dog Boy or something.
2: Not even close. It is, it is. Very no. low. No, let's see. I'm going to do... So, anyway, this movie was bad. It's not worth watching. I don't know what was going on. Uh, if it was on in a plane, which is something I liked, it was... Put movies on yeah. a scale of 1 to 10. If you were watching this... If you were on a plane and you were watching this movie... Would you continue watching it? Would you watch it without sound? Or would you walk out?
0: I would probably walk out. I would ask for my money back and then I'd walk out of the
2: plane. Yeah, me too. So on Rotten Tomatoes, it got a 0%. I didn't even think really? it would be on Rotten Tomatoes, but it got a 0 And one review, shamefully bad, said <laughs> Stefan Burkle Stefanus, whose website is SBS, his initials, so I don't know if I'd buy that. Uh, Here's some audience reviews. Not a good movie, said understatement of the year. Um, Not a good movie, comma, but a bit better than most, give it credit for. Than most give it credit for. If you like 80s camp, Jerry Lewis and Vonnegut, then you're mightily entertaining. Generally, it's... if
0: you like Jerry Lewis, Kurt Vonnegut, shit from the night 80s, then we have a movie for you.
2: Yeah, and summer camp. Uh, Here's what Matthew James wrote. I never thought, I never hoped, I never dreamed that during my long career as a theater goer, that's a weird career, my long career as a theater goer that I would see a movie this atrocious, disgusting, unfunny, insulting, dull, and the list goes on and on and on. And this guy who's a professional theater goer.
0: If he was a professional theater goer, he would have said, and the list goes on and on. He would actually list it.
2: Right, because he's a professional. That's a very amateur move. Uh, wow, this guy, uh, underestimated, this is again, not as, his, his review, worse than that. All right, this is a good one star, at least Matthew, the professional, gave it zero stars. This guy, uh, Stephen Joseph, uh, in you New- oh, by the way, these two people are all two first names, you don't trust them, uh, wow, dot, 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 I, dot, dot, um, uh, um, I just, um, I, uh, I have to say I've seen a lot of shitty films in my life. Uh, and this could be, well, the absolute worst. There isn't a funny moment in the entire film. Oh, let me expand this because it's cut off. I Wait still- a
0: minute, do you agree? Is this the worst movie you've ever
1: seen?
2: I uh, Calling it a movie is, is a lot. I mean, it is shot on film. It is lit. There is a... A mic, which I guess there's a gaff that says you can see it. A mic at one point, which to me is the least problem of this film. (laughs) The least, the film's least, worst. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Uh, I'm not slept. So I have to say, I've seen a lot of shitty films in my life, and I would say this is the absolute worst. The worst is not a funny movie to be had. Uh, This adaptation of Kurt Vonnegut's novel Slapstick. This is really all told a pile of garbage. Huge, stinking, rotten pile of garbage. Watching made me wish the world would end. See, I agree with him on that. Made with- yeah, you
0: stressed that a couple times. I have the TV guide review up here. Yeah, I can't wait. Okay, out of five stars, they give it a one rating. There are it's some generous. questions of life that may never be answered. Will there be a cure for AIDS? Are <laughs> thoughts real. And why is it that the French think Jerry Lewis is the funniest human being ever lived? Surely, there's no indication of it during this war. Let me click more. I think we get the point. Jerry Lewis is a genius. That's why the French fucking love him. Uh, surely, there's no indication of it during this dull adaptation of Kurt Vonnegut's least read book. The Swains, Jerry Lewis and Madeline Khan, are wealthy and well known, and have a pair of twins who are ugliest sin. The twins, also played by Lewis and Kahn, are so hideous to look at that the parents keep them under wraps. The parents don't realize that these children are really aliens who have been sent to Earth to help us out with our woes. Marty Feldman plays the twins' personal servant and is one of the few bright spots in an otherwise dismal movie. Director Sam Fuller does a cameo and shows that he can act well enough to give give up his rangefinder. Orson Welles' mellifluous voice is heard as the alien father. Oh, so Orson Welles is in this.
2: His malefilious voice. At least...
0: Uh, you know what? There was a typo in there, and I just decided to read the typo. So it's not like I mispronounced the
2: word wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that excuse. I'm going to use it. Um, <laughs> this is IMDb. This movie is so tragically bad that you feel sorry for those involved. Adapted from Kurt Vonnegut with some big names, and the cast of stories destroyed by a lame script. No slapstick or comedy of any kind, and the stars give nothing to work with. It. Jerry Lewis and Madeline Kahn play Aliens. Da-da-da-da. Uh, this other person wrote... Um, I've come to love movies like this, though. It's masterful wreck, but it has a center, the parents of uh, loneliness between the two monster. No, this is terrible. You can't give this movie any credit whatsoever. I'm a guy who love loves it. bad yeah. yeah. I dedicate my time to watch bad movies, and I will not say this is one of the good bad movies. I will not. If someone's comparing it to Omega Code, how dare you?
0: You know, a uh, good, bad movie, of course, is a uh, uh, Shadow Stevens movie, track.
2: I fun. love that movie. That's a
0: great movie. So that's fun. But this movie is, is not of that. So uh, I'm going to give the final word. I have one more movie review to read about this. This is from All Movie.
2: Oh, uh, not even some movie, but all of it.
0: No, it's just a synopsis. It's not even all the way here. I'll
2: click all right. Complete gotta be a review you know <laughs> They're posters
0: that they show it looks like the close encounters of the third kind font. The Slastic of another kind and there's two heads touching with a little glimmer on it. Slastic of another kind is a dreadful mess of a movie and unfortunately not the kind where whose badness inspires at least a, a monochrome of entertainment. Kurt Vonnegut's books are very difficult to translate to the screen, but the Novelist deserves none of the blame for the film. It's a travesty, as is the travesty of his work, taking only the bare bones premise of a few sequences from the first part of the book. Uh, you know, it's not like I'm going to read the book again. I guess we get the point.
2: The movie- uh, after that movie, I wouldn't even read books again.
0: <laughs> it right. was
2: so bad. Uh.
0: So, yeah, poor El. Uh- yeah, I guess Vonnegut never really had a successful film. You know, I guess uh it was Slaughterhouse Five was modestly successful, I guess. It wasn't that fucking train wreck.
2: Yeah, no, I don't think yeah, that was a, that wasn't bad. I like that one. Fahrenheit four fifty one is the one I'm thinking of. That was a good one.
0: Fahrenheit fifty one? Yeah. Was that a Vonnegut book?
2: I hope so, otherwise I sound really stupid.
0: This Fahrenheit 451, the Ray Bradbury book. Jesus, well, I'm
2: stupid. Pie. All right, I'm confused too. Solaris well, Five is a good movie, going. and Fahrenheit 451 is also good. But they're both, in fairness to me, both have numbers, and they're both yeah. shot on film, both in color, both have people in it. Um, I'm trying to back myself out. Can I just <laughs> do something real quick, Mike? I just want to record. Let me do a quick snap. I'm going to. I had to record a, an opening for my podcast in case I want to recut this and put it in my podcast. Okay. All right. Welcome to Proudly Resents. I'm Adam Spiegelman, and I'm here with my brother, Mike Spiegelman. Hi, Adam. Hi, <laughs> thanks for coming on the show. And yeah. we are actually taking bits and pieces from your show. Uh, where we reviewed, we watched, Jesus Christ, uh, slapstick of Another Kind with Jerry Lewis and Madeline Kahn. God damn it. Spoiler alert awful film we watched it during your podcast which is called
0: let's watch a full length movie on youtube with mike spiegelman
2: and if you want to go to that you can go to proudly com slash let's l-e-l-e-t-s and i'll bring or you right put to it mike's on, page
0: get up on itunes at uh so you
2: made it harder
0: yeah go to adam's site
2: They're just try to make it as easy as possible and your site is really great because um as we discussed earlier on your show you you put up all the you watch movies obviously on youtube with the people and that's your podcast but you put the movies up on your page and there's some great great bad movies up there what are some of the movies you've done
0: uh i have masters of the universe i have the sender which the actual podcast never came out but the movie is a terrifically bad movie from the director of uh Battlefield Earth, one of his earlier films. Uh, I have a film called Queen Kong, which uh, was sued because it came out the same year as King Kong's remake. Uh, and if you like Leonardo DiCaprio, there's a film him and Tobey Maguire tried to suppress. And it's on YouTube right now. It's called Don's Plump from 96. You get to see some heroin smoked on tinfoil. Uh, and my favorite movie is Raffinca Boo Boo from 1966. And we also have a 3D movie in there. So uh, all the bad films, all those notorious films you heard about, read about in your film books. That's that's the films we like to watch. We want to actually watch them.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And um, there's some great films, so you can watch it with Mike or just watch it on his page. Either way, Mike you yeah. good credit. You know. Yeah. But, uh, even.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: you don't. You can watch it with the podcast, or you can watch it
2: without. But it, yeah, so it's an awesome site. So I try to make it as easy as possible. Proudlyresents slash let's but it still doesn't seem that easy. But anyway, it's easier than uh, remembering the whole title because I couldn't find it. It took me a while. But anyway, I think it's awesome. It's fun to listen to. And uh, I'll give you back your own podcast. Sorry about that.
0: No problem. Are you going to play highlights from from the show we did?
2: I think so. I mean, if I I think in the future, if I want to, I just need... The problem with doing my podcast, Like doing the opening always makes it the hardest thing for me to do because it never sounds natural. It's it to me. It seems like I'm leaving a a voicemail message, you know, and it just always seems awkward. And I recorded like 80 times, and sometimes the episode doesn't go out because of it. And the audio is always different than the the show, and it's weird. So I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. So anyway, that's why I was trying to remember to do it on the call with you now than it's as supposed as later. Oh, and at reach me at resent, reach the reasons, Mac dot com. And how do people reach you, Michael?
0: At Spiegelmania, uh, or check out our website, Let's Watch a Full length Movie on Com. Right. Nice and, simple. Yeah, um,
2: nice and simple.
0: All right. So I'm going to try to play the theme song from our friend Carl Halp. And I just want to thank you so much for making this a great show and seeing through the worst movie we've seen by far uh, in life.
2: Oh, well, guess what? I'll never talk to you again. So.
0: That's
2: going to make an awkward family uh, reunion, but yeah, you're out of the family. I just, you don't realize during the movie I was typing emails, getting you out. Oh,
0: uh, get him out of the family.
2: But uh, also, I'm proud to present you. you've you've been on a lot, and actually, your episodes are really popular. Um, some of the movies we did, Santa Claus the movie, we need to do another Christmas movie, Santa Claus the movie, uh, Christmas with the Cranks.
0: Yeah, uh, which I love.
2: Uh, I'm gonna set up uh, I gotta set up the best of Mike Spiegelman. Oh, so you can let's... go to one uh one site. But what what other films did we do? Do you remember?
1: Uh, yeah,
0: I'm trying to think. <laughs> Obviously I don't if I start up with you, know, I'm trying to think. Um
2: Well that's right. Anyway, I'll do uh go to Proudly dot com slash Mike Spiegelman or Mike Exclamation Point. A lot
1: of about Christmas
2: the yeah, yeah. We'll do another Christmas movie and we're gonna we're gonna do um Beverly Hills Cup 3.
1: All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks,
0: Adam. Thanks so much. I'm going to close the show. I can't get the theme song playing. So uh, thank you guys so lane? much. If you're tell your friends. Let's get more listeners. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Mutiny Radio. Give me a second, and we'll get Mutiny Radio back up. And then make sure to listen to Radio uh, Mutiny FM all the time. Thanks, Adam.
2: Bye. Thanks. Screw Mutiny.
1: Are you tired of swimming through a sea of hydrogen? High-